0: What's, What's up, up family? family? I'm your co-host, Father. And
1: I'm your host, Son.
0: And this is the, the Father-Son Son generational, generational Wealth Podcast.
1: Today, we're going to teach you how to get the bag, invest the bag, and keep the bag long enough for your children's children to travel the world. They want.
0: Today, we're going to talk about strategies to obtain generational wealth, challenges of obtaining generational wealth, the history of generational wealth, you know, some of the families, some of the top families that come from that. And the impact of generational wealth on society and, you know, how it affects the people that on a daily basis that we're living. around. So, you know, let's dive straight into it. Actually, hold up. Let's get these. Let's get these handles out real quick.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Zaytoven Travel 6913. You can follow the journey of the podcast at G Wealth Forever, capital G, Wealth Forever, no spaces.
0: Hey, all right. Let's get it. All right, so let's talk about what are what are some strategies to obtain generational wealth.
1: So, one strategy is just starting early. Like, you just, so it doesn't mess up your financial life, start early.
0: Okay, so yeah, the earlier the better. True, as kids, i don't seen people have savings accounts for their, you know, like infants. You know what I mean? And I know infants don't understand at that that point in time, but I'm actually reading a book right now. Um, It's called Teach Your Kids to Be a Money Genius, Even If You're Not by Beth Kobliner. And she actually talks about kids having a number sense when they're actually infant age. You know what I mean? How you can put up two bears and once you take a bear, like if you have it hiding behind something, you take away a bear, the kid will act surprised because they're like, what happened to that second bear? Because they know they have a number sense. You know what I mean? So you can train that and actually teach children about wealth at a very young age, we have to just believe that they are capable of this instead of thinking that it's something where, man, I don't really know if this is child appropriate. I don't know if they should be learning this. You know what I mean? Instead of something like that.
1: Yeah. I do agree with that, but in that exact same book... Wait, no, this is this isn't relevant right now, so I'll bring it back up whenever it is, so let's just continue on the
0: podcast okay all right so basically uh savings account like they were saying in the book that basically you want to have an account for them but it's more or less to make it to where you're empowering them you're not just giving them money and they are having that false sense of what money is you need to teach kids and and really engage with them and show them you know this is money this is how you earn money this is how where money comes from this is how ultimately you make the money work for you you know what i mean and if you're not in a position where you're making the money work for you and you're an adult you have to think about that you know what i mean you have to be like how can i make this money work for me so that Mm -hmm. i don't have to show up to this job that i don't really even want to show up to you know what i mean that's what it boils down to
1: yeah like mainly the rich mindset that most rich people actually know i can't say most all rich people have is don't work for money make money work for you exactly because that's the poor mindset um work for money
0: yeah trading your time for for something that's made up you're trading god's currency for materials for material objects you know what i mean that that's you can't do that When you're out here, you're working for money and you got to pay to keep clothes on your back. You got to pay to keep a roof over your head. You got to pay to get food in the house. But, But you weren't intended to live like that. You were supposed to make this money work for you, but you've been blinded and you've been knocked off of that track. And now we've have generations and generations of people who are not financially literate. You know what I mean? And that the people in charge knew that. They want they want you to not be financially literate. So you have to show up to that job at three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning, six in the morning, just to be able to show up and work for somebody else to be able to be overseas and not even have to worry about if the job's gonna get done. Cause they know you're gonna show up to work and work that 12 hours from six in the morning, six to six, because you need a paycheck to pay your, to feed your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that.
1: <clears throat> yeah. At some point in the timeline, um, money was never a thing. And also, after the government created that money um, event, like at one point, everybody was an entrepreneur because, like, they had to make their own business, run it themselves, then get employees. That's why, let's just use Walmart. The owner of Walmart makes over a million dollars a month. Okay. And the workers get paid minimum wage. Exactly. And at some point in timeline, the owner of that Walmart person wasn't even making that much money because he didn't have any workers.
0: Yeah. The Walton family, that's who you're discussing. And actually, it's crazy that you bring them up because we're going to talk about the Walton family a little bit later in this podcast. It's excellent that you brought that up. Um, But, yeah, so... So, um, the book specifically talks about, like, different tricks that you can instill in, in your kids, like, while they're still young and stuff, just so, you know. And I know everybody's in a different situation, but really, it is about knowing your plan and your path, and your kids are going to follow you, you know what I mean? Like, if they feel like you're doing what, what you're supposed to be doing, and they feel like you have the best interest for them, they're going to follow you to the end of the moon anyways. You feel like that?
1: Yeah. But
0: being a kid, do you really feel like that? If if I have the best interest for you, you feel like you can follow my instruction? Yeah, you do.
1: But it's also the same way if you have older siblings, they feel that same way about them, too.
0: Yeah, I feel that, too. Definitely.
1: Although I am an only child, so I don't know nothing about that.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you. Yeah. nah. I feel like my little sister definitely looks up to me. Really, all my little sisters and my little brother, even though, you know, the situation with that. I definitely feel like it's a uh, it's a bond thing. They're looking for that guidance, you know what I mean? They need that guidance to be able to get to the next journey. And when you're telling them and you're being upfront with them about how things are, you you got to give them the opportunity to make their own minds up. You can't you can't force them to feel a certain type of way about it. You yeah. have to let them be them.
1: Yeah. You feel that? Yeah. Cuz you can't you can't make somebody do something or think something. They do that themselves. Like, sure you can say a bunch of mean stuff, but you can never force anybody to do anything. Like, if they choose to listen to you, that's their decision. Like, all you like all you really can do is just tell them and do stuff that will make them like make it easier for them to listen to you but you can't control anyone
0: yeah i definitely feel that yeah and that just boils down to you know starting starting as early as you can getting those good money habits immediately so that they don't even get into the point where they're just like man i just i want to go buy this because i want to go buy it you know what i mean interesting enough have you ever heard of the marshmallow test
1: Oh, yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, for all you TikTokers out there, the marshmallow test is basically you put a, a marshmallow in front of your child and you're like, if you save this marshmallow, I give you two marshmallows. You can have a designated time or an undesignated time. If you save this marshmallow, I give you two marshmallows. But you can basically see how impulsive your child is with that. You know what I mean? So, it'd be like, man, if you if you keep this marshmallow after 20 minutes of you being with this marshmallow. Yeah. If you don't eat it, i give you two marshmallows. And apparently that's supposed to be show you your kids impulse control. So, I mean, that may be eye-opening for some of y'all, but it might be embarrassing for some of y'all as well. So, I think that y'all should, you know, look into that and start trying that out.
1: Yeah, but if your kids don't like marshmallows, <laughs> you have to try their favorite food.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, I feel that. Uh, just a different snack?
1: Yeah, just a different snack because you can't be like, right, I'll give you two pieces of like slices of pizza like you can't have them save pizza like <laughs> here you go you can't do that
0: it could be anything right? yeah
1: but if you have it for too long they, they
0: yeah mean, but if you're don't. like only for mm. 20 minutes pizza ain't gonna go bad in 20 minutes yeah fair. i'm about to eat at your house because i'm trying to get the leftover pizza if you think it's bad after 20 minutes mm. <laughs> all right number two you gotta invest your money wisely Bit, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper. In. Maybe not on this one, but I definitely uh...
1: don't spend more than you earn. So, like, let's say you earn $30 a day which is probably really close to minimum wage, but <laughs> just say $30 a day. You can't spend more than $30 a day or else you're just basically wasting on the money you just gained.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you worked eight hours a day or eight hours just to have nothing to show for it, something that's eventually going to run out and you're not going to, you know what I mean, you're not even going to remember having that thing, you know what I mean? You got to save your money up and invest it so that it'll start working for you. No matter how low your, your budget is to start with, you have to be able to find a way to to create a budget that you can put some money into things that are guaranteed to make you money back. And we're actually about to talk about some of that. With these investment, uh with the Investing Wisely, I actually was talking about the uh, blue chip stocks. You remember us talking about that um, last episode? Yeah. Um, so the blue chip stocks, those are well, first, before we even get into that, let's talk about the six type of incomes there are, because I don't even know if if our people really understand that. You know, what I mean, that there are six different ways to earn money. Did you know that nah. you didn't know there was six different ways to earn money? No. Nah, what? what? All my right. Bad. Well, I'm about to give you some game, then, and I'm gonna let you chime in. All right. So the first way profit. Profit is basically just income from buying and selling products for a profit. You know what I mean? E-com- e-commerce, job shipping, wholesaling products, like if you're doing liquidation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, where you're going to like stores and you're buying stuff at a lower price and you're selling it online for a higher price. You know what I mean? So that's the first type of income. The second type of income is interest. This is for all the big baller brands out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> they out there, they got money in their pockets already, and they like, man, I don't want my money just sitting in this account. I'm trying to lend it to somebody and gain a yield from their, from that money, so... This is this yeah. is goes with uh, real estate investing. Once you have your money and you're becoming an investor, you're like, all right, I'm gonna lend you seventy five thousand dollars to buy this property.
1: Yeah, but notice you can't trust everyone, so
0: yeah. If, not,
1: if you were to give it to the wrong person without knowing, they could just steal your um seven, seventy five thousand dollars. Definitely, you won't even know. Definitely.
0: To, so like, that, that's gonna come with getting platform. more more education, right? Mm-hmm. Figuring out ways to to vet people before you have to worry about if they're going to be trying to run off with your money. Because if somebody's hitting you up about trying to make money and you have money to help them make money, you don't think they want to help you? Mm. I mean, there are people out there that's just going to take it.
1: Yeah. but But
0: being a genuine person like yourself, if you were trying to make money and you found a way to make money and somebody had the money to front you, you would do the deal right and try to make that money right Mm -hmm. and give them their return right Mm -hmm. exactly so that's that's what we're talking about we're talking about people that are trying to make investments and they're trying to earn money third one royalties income from others using your idea music royalties book royalties patent royalties if you're inventing something trademark royalties you can say something and trademark it and nobody will be able to like use that as like in company commercials or anything like that without them having to pay you you can trademark a phrase i'm pretty sure a uh, 50 cent trademarked uh what was it we were just talking about this the other day but he had, like, trademarked something that was super big, but it was also something that was very negative towards black culture, and he trademarked it to where people wouldn't be able to say it without them having to pay him. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember that was the premise of it. Um, software software royalties, where basically you have a program or an app, and they have to pay you for using that. Go ahead.
1: I mean, it's really. really relevant so can't say it but i totally agree with you and i just feel like people should be like so i'm not sure how to put this so i'll come back when it prior right.
0: okay all right well all right. gather your thoughts because we kind of going through it you hold up i did want to break off on a tangent re- real quick we were talking about the books that we were reading the other day mm-hmm. um you remember the titles Mhm. okay
1: so there is make your kid a money genius what my dad was talking about and um i learned one thing don't ever lie about the amount of money you have in your pocket because if you do that could lead to bad things and there was also rich dad poor dad and that's my favorite out of the two personally because it's from a kid's perspective and i'm a kid so it makes more sense just like it's easier to understand and that's just really all i had to say about it
0: okay all right well yeah i liked what i read of rich dad poor dad i'm gonna finish that um Make your kid a money genius, even if you're not. Um, I'm gonna finish that, and then I'm gonna switch over and read the the rich dad poor dad. But I think you should read the money kid, uh, the money genius as well. It's a pretty good book, um, and with the way that you read, I feel like you would be able to comprehend it. So I think like we can add some other ones in there as well. But yeah, fun <laughs> no, fun I'm right? <laughs> but yeah. So in order to collect on these royalties, you have to be able to. Uh, own what's known as the intellect uh, intellectual property of it, which is actually generating the income. But you can do this by if you're a musician or author, you're writing eBooks books or you know you're doing music or whatever. You can just do this by owning the copyrights, and you can go to your you know local U.S. copyright office and get that done for you. Just, you know, I mean, yeah, you yeah. probably got to pay a fee or some stuff like that, but whatever. You know, this is intellectual property that you're trying to. Um, put out there that you don't want to essentially be taken advantage of over, you know what I mean? And then if you're like an inventor, then you're going to have the patent or a trademark or something and you can just go to the patent and trademark office. Um. So the, what what was that? The third one, the fourth one is earned income, which is, you know, just income from working at a job. Um. But I was looking up this, these uh, the stats of this, and it was actually kind of crazy to me because I was not aware of this. So the minimum wage employees across all fifty states averages at to ten dollars and ninety seven cents. But, Cali, Washington, Massachusetts, Oregon, and New York, they have the highest minimum wages, and you can make anywhere from thirteen to fifteen an hour. But in places like Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas and Tennessee, you could see anywhere from five dollars and 15 cents to seven dollars and 25 cents an hour. Could you imagine going to the audacity? Could you imagine someone asking you to show up to work for eight dollars or for eight hours a day for five dollars and 15 cents? That is forty dollars before taxes. Are we aware of that?
1: I'd have to work for 10 hours to be satisfied.
0: And even. That's $50. $50 on a 10 hour day. You know how disrespected I would feel? Oh
1: my gosh.
0: That is insane to me.
1: That is insanity. Like, how are you gonna pay someone $50 for 10 hours? Like.
0: Yeah, that's. 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 Lo- lo- like, that's mm. criminal. That's criminal.
1: That's basically just stealing people's time.
0: Yeah, and stealing time, is God don't like ugly. Mm -mm. Now, I'm by no means saying don't be employed if the situation calls for it, you know what I mean? But have a plan in place so you don't have to stay in that vicious cycle of poverty, you know what I mean? It's going to boost the economy if you start generating this wealth. It's going to improve just overall workers' health because I know people who have ever worked for $5 an hour. They don't want to have if they're making millions, they don't want to pay somebody five dollars an hour because they remember how terrible it was when they was making five dollars an hour. You can't live on five dollars an hour. Fifty bucks a day for five days. Two hundred and fifty dollars hairs.
1: <laughs> the insanity.
0: The you know, insanity.
1: There are people out there making a thousand dollars a week and you're trying to make people work for five days for two hundred and fifty
0: that is five dollars an hour, bro, for ten hour days. There's no and there's no way. That's not even with taxes taken out. That's so okay, let's let's get off of that because that's blowing me. So the fifth way, <laughs> dividends. Yeah, that was crazy. Dividends. Income. Oh no, that's the sixth way. Yeah, income. Earned from owning stocks and shares. Which we talked about this a little bit. I knew we was gonna circle our way right back around to it. Blue chip stocks. Mm. Now have you remember me talking about this at all a little bit or no? Just
1: a little bit.
0: Yeah. Do, do did I get into it with you or like mm. tell you anything about it?
1: Not really. Not no. that I can remember.
0: Okay. All right. Like well, we city finna city learn about remember. we finna learn about these blue chip stocks together then, all of us. So. Using dividend stocks as a savings account instead of putting your money in a in a regular savings account or a traditional savings account. You're going to put your money into dividend stocks, something like Stag at thirty six dollars a share with monthly dividends or something like Walgreens at 30 cents a share with quarterly dividends. Really, my favorite one that I, I feel like not a lot of people know about because it's really, really slept on Altria Group. $45 $45 a share right now. Quarterly dividends at almost a dollar a share, consistently 8% yield on your investment. What? Now, I don't I don't know if you know what I actually said right there. 8% yield on your investment. So, let's take it like this. A million dollars. You put that in there because we were already talking about you have to use it as like <clears throat> A savings account so you already got a little bit of bread when you're trying to go into this a million dollars you're making eight percent on that that's 80 grand that they're dividing up into quarterly dividends that you're making over a year you know what i mean tell me that's not something powerful
1: no i can't.
0: now you got 80
1: Power.
0: now you got eighty thousand dollars that you can put towards the bills that you were already gonna have to pay
1: you can probably pay off your
0: you can, The money that you're making on the side From your other streams of income You can put into other investments So that your money keeps flipping itself
1: And then once you have enough You can just pay off the and, entire house
0: And this is money that's just sitting here It was already gonna sit You put it in here and just made 80,000 Off of it in a year That's powerful You know what I mean That's that's something that A lot more people than need to know about Than do I feel like. Do you feel like that?
1: Yeah. That's all I really had to say, bro. Yeah. Because there's nothing really to say. You took the words out of my mouth.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then um, what else? We got Verizon at 33 a share, quarterly dividends. And then they got Gladstone Investment Corp, 13 a share, monthly dividends. So it's like, there's it's a lot of them out there. I'm sure you could do your own research and find your own blue chip stocks that yield dividends on a quarterly and monthly basis. But there's also, you know, some good ones right there to start with.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So rule number three to strategies to obtain generational wealth. Set financial goals. You have to figure out what do you want to achieve with your wealth? What is it that you're actually doing this for?
1: Yeah, because, like, usually um, if your goal is to make a million dollars, set your mind to go farther than a million, and then eventually, after those countless weeks and years of work, you'll eventually have more than a million dollars and you won't even know it.
0: Yeah, but you're going to have to get a bigger goal than just a million dollars. A million dollars ain't really even that hard to obtain once you start getting money and it starts working for you. And once it starts flipping, the money flips forever. If you do it right.
1: If you do everything correctly, you can become a trillionaire easily.
0: I don't know about a trillionaire easily. Probably a
1: billionaire.
0: Billionaires got to step on people. Mm -hmm. That's just how the world's set up. I don't even need a billion dollars. I just need to be comfortable. I you know what? I, would, I actually thought about something last night while I was sleeping. I was like, "With with, with money comes great, with great money comes great responsibility. But, quote, hold on. Yeah. But with a little money comes power. Mm-hmm. They give you power by giving you this currency you get 2 300,000 300 million 2 300,000 you could change and impact the people's lives in your community today. I know you could. And 2 and 300,000 when you have money to play with is not hard to obtain at all. You just have to know what you're doing with it. That's why we get getting the financial literacy with it. You see what I'm saying? you could get 200, 300,000 today and not know how to spread it out to where you're getting money back, you're investing it to where you're seeing other returns and you just spending, you're doing the consumer stuff that you've been taught since you were a child, since your parents' child was children, or since your parents' was children, they've been taught the same thing, you know what I mean? They've been doing this and mm-hmm. you just been moving like a consumer and now you done spent the whole 300,000 up and now you ain't changed nobody's life. People yeah, are yeah. looking at you like you fumbled the bag.
1: In order to have like in order to have great success, all you basically need is the confidence to do it. Cuz like if you don't have confidence and you're all like, "Man, I'll never get this done." You ain't never going to get it done. Yeah. That's why you need the mindset of the rich and the producer. If you do, if you have those two mindsets, life will be a lot more easier.
0: Yeah. Man, that's facts. That's facts. So, setting your financial goals, you have to start by assessing your current, your current financial situation. So, you have to be upfront with yourself. You can't you can't beat around the bush. You have to be I right, look. I know the money is messed up right now. This is where it's messed up at. This is how we fix it. Or this is, you know, we either need to cut back spending or we need to find a way to raise our income. That's that's the only two options, basically. You're tracking your income and your expenses and you're understanding your debts and your assets. All right, this is considered an asset because it's making me money. You know what I mean? This is considered a debt because all it's doing is costing me.
1: Or a liability. A
0: liability, exactly. So... Once you figure that out, now you can make an active plan to be able to attack that. You're like, this is how much money I have coming in. This is exactly how much money I'm spending on this, that, and the third. But this is something that I'm spending on, but it's bringing me money back as well. You know what I mean? You can see it physically in front of you, and you can make you can make a plan of action for it. Everybody needs that. Everybody. Because when you're just going through this and you don't really know where the money's going, (laughs) man, it can spiral out of control. It can.
1: Yeah, but along with that, um, as long as you can get the money under control, it just grows like a plant. It may take some time, but it'll definitely end up becoming millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: Unless you got the consumer and the... Poor mindset. If you have those two, nothing will ever happen.
0: Yeah, because there's a difference between being broke and being poor. Yes.
1: Poor is saying, "Man, now that I'm broke, I ain't ever gonna get no more money." Because you used to so much money. Right. Threw that whole
0: three hundred thousand out. Now you like, dang, I ain't never gonna get no more money like that. Why did I do that?
1: And then broke is referring to yourself as a rich person, even though you're broke
0: such as what i lost it man but i know exactly how to get it back all i need I is. Did it
1: once i did i can do it again
0: exactly
1: i didn't i started from the bottom went to the top i went back halfway down i can just get another half it, back up
0: it's a lot of people they go to the bottom or go, start at the bottom go to the top and drop further than they were at the bottom when they started and then get back to the top again that's how crazy it gets when your financial literacy is not un, under control
1: you do. You just have to have the knowledge, the mindset, and the responsibility. It's those three. Those are the key. Those three things are the key. That's literally all you need. Like
0: man, yeah. yep, I feel that. So number two of this, uh, setting your financial goals. You have to set realistic goals, achievable but challenging. You can't have goals where you're like, man, I want to buy. I going to buy a Lambo next year, but you don't have the knowledge to obtain that or the funds to obtain that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. actually ways to be able to get Lamborghinis in a business where you really pay them off, basically as soon as you get them. But we're not talking about that right now. We we know we know there's ways to leverage credit and all that. We're not talking about that right now. So you gotta break down your goals into smaller steps. So let's say you want a ten thousand down payment on a house, or even better. A ten thousand payment or a ten thousand dollar down payment on an investment property. You know what I mean? Even better is what I would want to hear somebody say. That could break down to all right. I want to save two thousand a year. You know, that's five years, right? Five mm-hmm. years, you'll have enough to be able to to buy an investment property. You know how much that is a month? Mm,
1: every five years, how much?
0: You two thousand dollars a year. For for five years, years. how much is it a month?
1: Eight, ten, ten thousand.
0: Yeah, it's ten thousand dollars. But how much is it a month? That's two thousand divided by twelve.
1: Um. Two thousand divided by twelve. That's rough. Jeez. You
0: you can't get it. Mm -mm. All right, one hundred and sixty-seven dollars a month. That's what it is. So one hundred and sixty-seven dollars a month for. For five years I'm sure people spend more than 167 dollars a month on one thing that they like to purchase I'm sure they spend more than 167 dollars a month on that one thing I I, mm. I want to say that I guarantee it but I don't want to just be on here just you know talking yeah, but talking I just the I, I, f- I would really be willing like to put my bottom dollar that majority people in the in America, spend more than $167 on one of their favorite things per month.
1: Yeah, because, like...
0: I'm, uh, bottom dollar.
1: Because mainly, like, unless you sell the cheap stuff, mainly <laughs> everything is, like, if you go to the store buy a bunch of groceries, then... We're not
0: even talking about groceries. I'm talking about extracurricular stuff. Mm-hmm. Mother's like, buying $167 a week. oh yeah yeah exactly like extracurricular stuff not even necessities
1: if you were to get a switch (laughs) one of the earliest things one of the earliest devices guaranteed that costs you more than 165 dollars, because pretty sure they cost like 250 or something like that they're expensive for no now reason. what
0: if you broke that down into hours what if you broke everything you were trying to buy down into hours Would do you think that people would buy the type of stuff that, like the way that they buy no if all people right so would. look 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 what if what if let's see i'm trying to get trying to get something just convenient real quick all right so the laptop the laptop let's take that for instance Four hundred dollar laptop, you know something's like. You work ten dollars an hour, forty hours a week. Mm. That's four hundred dollars, right? That's a whole work week right there. That laptop is a whole work week. Man, not to mention you had to pay bills with that, so you couldn't even get the laptop right that if, week.
1: If that would happen, guarantee people would have one room that was full of everything and then the next full of everything just like so that they can all have one room they that they each live in so they're not taking up all the house space because they'll be like man you know how much this house costs that's a thousand dollars do you know how much work that was so you'd have to live in you'd have to live in rooms like
0: yeah, I'm pretty I definitely, sure. Definitely understand.
1: Yeah, cause I'm pretty sure in Japan, if you have a mansion, you have a bunch of workers that work and they clean and they.
0: Have you ever been to Japan?
1: Nah, but I've so, definitely. What? I've definitely seen some Japan stuff.
0: Yeah, but it don't matter what you've seen. We already done talked about mm-hmm. how they can show you whatever they want. You ain't experienced Japan by yourself mm-hmm. yet.
1: I'm gonna to go to Japan. When I, I
0: hope. I want to go to Japan. I want to see a lot of stuff. I
1: wanna. I wanna at least go to every part of the world at least once.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's very attainable. That's very attainable. I've already been outside the states, so I want to see more. You have? Yeah. I told you I went to Dubai and all that.
1: Oh. Yeah, but you had to go
0: there. I know, but it don't matter. I still did it. <laughs>
1: was it? Was it cool?
0: It was awesome, actually. <laughs> The mall there is crazy. <laughs>
1: you get to go to the mall
0: in the military? I get, we got to do a lot of stuff <laughs> that not a lot of regular people get to do, honestly. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the aftermath of the military. The aftermath of the military turned me into the man I am today. The man is trying to put the generational curse out of commission. What, what they say? Generational curse breaker? I feel like that's got to be on somebody's t-shirt. Man. Somebody rocking with that. But, yeah, it all starts with having good money habits, man, for real. Like, that's what it boils down to. Like, we got to educate ourselves and let ourselves know, okay, yeah, we've been spending like this, but we don't like living like this. We want to we wanna live a different way. In order to do that, we need to educate ourselves. And here it is right now on the, on the Father-Son Generational Wealth Podcast. We're giving you the game. we we telling you get out here and stop playing with yourself. You are meant to yeah. do a lot more than than what you're doing right now. That's why you're listening to this podcast.
1: Mainly, life is about the double M's. You don't if you for the people who don't know what those are. Well, the double M's are things that you need to live in life. It's called the mindset, not the money. You can have all the money in the world, and your mindset is what changes you to be able to be able to like obtain all that money so that you can use it to be able to help people that don't have that much or people in poverty or to get more so you can help more people like eventually you'll just everybody in the world will eventually um have at least $1000 no matter, no matter how broke they start out, they'll at least have a $1,000 in one point in the world. Because, mm, okay. like, eventually the world will end. And then, like, you have to go through years and years of that, and then eventually the world just resets, starts the world
0: over. resets, man. That's crazy. They said they did it with the dinosaurs. I'm not going to hold you. Okay. <laughs> Because the know.
1: dinosaurs totally got blown up into oblivion. I don't know. And
0: they but,
1: came, definitely came back.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but right now, well, you know, we around what we're around. We're going to do what we can while we can, you know what I mean? We're not going to wait till the last minute. We're going to step out, and we're going to put this into action because our people are, we need healing, and this is... A very good start to our oh. people getting the healing that they need to live the lives they they need to live. You like, know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like the song you just wrote. My people need some healing and I can't revoke.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel definitely that.
1: Definitely just created that.
0: I know. I, didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that, but yeah, definitely. Um, make a budget. That's the fourth thing. You have to have a budget. Even if you feel like you don't need a budget, make one anyways, because it would be much better for you to see your expenses in front of you so that you know where your money is going. And even if you're like, man, I know I I make way more than my expenses. Well, then, you know, you're spending too much on leisure, (laughs) on leisure items. Those leisure items need to be on there and calculated as an expense. So, you know, all right, I need to cut my, all right, I don't need to be having that much fun. I kicked it. I, made okay. it. I made about 10 bands, but I ain't had to spend eight of it on. You know what I mean? Like
1: I'm, I'm going to do something, and I'm going to make sure that I know, like, so I'm going to go around the house, find everything that is extracurricular that we don't need, and I'm going to mash it all together. Like, I'm going to look up how much everything costs, and then I'm going to write it down, and then I'm going to add it all. And then I'm going to find out what the total price is. And then I'm going to make sure to tell you at some point. Okay. So that you can just know, like, don't spend too much money on stuff you don't need so that you're over here broke with only stuff that you want. Yeah. Like, you'll definitely
0: don't want to end up like that.
1: You'll be on the street. Somebody will pick you up. And then you'll just be living in someone's room (laughs) just in here on the PlayStation 5. (laughs) Doop, 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 doop all day long can't do that my guy you gotta be able to live like you gotta be able to live without being broke like man it's hard to talk about being broke (laughs) so hard but for the people that are listening to this podcast that are homeless but have phones please change your mindset so that you can gain more money. Because guarantee, the people who start at the bottom go through the most so that they can gain more money than the people who were just born at the top with the richest family in the world.
0: Yeah, they got to make the most change, right?
1: Yeah, the people at the bottom, they have to learn more. Because, yeah, the... um. The The people that are born into the richest family in the world, yeah, they need to learn, but not as much because they have, they have the DNA of the richest people in the world. Like
0: No, that don't matter. Your DNA don't matter. You, what the difference is between rich people and poor people is rich people begin teaching their kids younger than you about finances mm-hmm. so that they can take over their finances when they get older.
1: So that they're not over here with three billion dollars, and then they just spend it all in one store. You know
0: how you know how bro? If J P Morgan's like one of the J like the Morgan family, uh, people literally just dropped the bag and lost all the money. You know how crazy that bro? They would go insane. That's why they literally they J P Morgan goes crazy. They go to a different level. The Walton family. Could you imagine? the the Walton that, con- that is controlling the trust fund right now l- drops the whole bag and, like, everything just... Walmart doesn't exist no more, like...
1: No, bro, like...
0: There would be anarchy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there would have to be at least three riots.
0: that It's crazy. Like, like... Money impacts the society that much. You know what I mean? Like, when people... And Glamour. it's because they glamorize money. It's because... It's like money is looked at as oh you like, just have to have this because if you, don't, because have if you money, don't have it you're you're not yeah. successful.
1: If you don't have money, you're not successful. Yeah, life. that's but, how people think.
0: But how how is that a thing? Like it's not based like on being a good person now.
1: Yeah, like I said, at some point in life, money w- didn't even exist. Yeah. Till they created the dang government, they're like, all right. Yeah. They're yep. getting too much stuff for free. <laughs> we need to make some cash up Nobody, in here.
0: Nobody, somebody definitely said that. I'm not gonna hold you. That's hilarious. <laughs> he said, "Hey, they get too much stuff for free." He said, "Start charging that guy." He said, "That guy already got his, so don't charge him." But uh, that next guy that's trying to get up there, we start charging. Him. You know, what I mean, two mm-hmm. coconuts looking at looking <laughs> dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's crazy to me because because currency started out as bartering you know what i mean people yeah. used to trade stuff and so it wasn't always like oh well and <laughs> then they were like well these are shiny so anytime you have these so it started becoming more monopolized so you can just go out and be like oh well i found these rocks and they said that these rocks could get me this, you know what I mean? So they were like, no, we're going to make it more monopolized. And that's how now you have the money with the strip in it where you can't print none or they're looking for the, like, they want it to be to where they control it. And if that's the way that it is, then now you have the tools in front of you to do it, then do it. Do it their way because they ain't going to let you get it unless you do it their way. But there's loopholes that they can't control you know what i mean there's not only that this place is set up for bit for businesses this america is literally a c corporation they want you to own a business but if you're out here just working they're gonna exploit you and let you work because it's about making money that's all capitalism is and so like if you have the tools to make this money these days you can't keep relying on these jobs that don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. At least create jobs that are going (laughs) to, you're going to be able to let them know, hey, we care about your family. We're not just going to lay you off even though you have a family to feed. Any of that.
1: Because your workers, like if you're a worker and you're working with some people, they should be able to support you and your family. And you're not just sitting out here like, alright, we're gonna be friends so that if you get fired, I'm able to somehow get you back in. Like, nah, they're supposed to actually be able to, like, care about you enough to support your family so so they can keep, like, they can tell you what will get you fired and what won't, instead of just being like, right get fired i'm gonna bring you back in because if they're a true friend they would be able to tell you don't do that you're gonna get yourself fired but like you said earlier yeah they definitely made it to where you can't make fake money because there's a certain code on every single dollar bill like guarantee if you are to go get two dollar bills And look at the codes on them; they would not be the same.
0: Okay. Because
1: they make it to where you can't make fake money without them realizing. That's how you go to jail making fake money.
0: I mean, yeah, they like I said, they already monopolize it. They don't want you to just make it just because you can make it too. They're like, no, we want to make it.
1: Yeah, they're like, just because you can make it doesn't mean it's real. Like, the government has to make it, approve it, and then it has to go through a bunch of different processes just to make a dollar bill, though.
0: Yeah. All right. And then number six on the list, you got to be patient and persistent. These generational curses didn't form overnight. Therefore, we can't break them overnight. We need to be able to stay consistent and continually tell ourselves this is because I need it. This is better for me. I'm, I need better for myself. Therefore, I will do better. You know what I mean? You have to be able to tell yourself that. And if you can't tell yourself that, then maybe you should be working. Maybe like maybe this generational wealth for your family ain't cut out for you, unfortunately. But if you feel in your heart that you should be changing how your family is set up in terms of the wealth that they have and, the wealth that's accumulated between everybody that you're close to and that you love, then you're going to be persistent. You're going to be patient with it. You know that you have bad spending spending habits right now, but Mm -hmm. there's also, you know that there's ways to fix it. So all you got to do is fix it. All right. And then number four out of this list, and this is going to be the last two things. You gotta what we were just talking about. You gotta talk to your family about generational wealth. Discuss financial goals with your family. How to plan, impact. How to plan to pass your wealth down through, fi- uh, through generations. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you have that-
1: to plan. Like you have to start early, which also comes down to like you have to tell your family like, I. Right, so this is how we gonna keep the generational wealth, and then whatever you have to say about it. Because if you're just sitting around and you're like, alright guys, whenever I die, don't spend these million dollars on one thing. And then they just go to sleep, wake up, and then have their normal day. They have to discuss, like, alright, I need you to spend it, like, on stuff you need, a couple wants. And you need to... What's the word?
0: Invest. Invest. Exactly. You need to invest it. Exactly. Um, Five, educate yourself about financial matters. The more you know about money, the better equipped you'll be to make sound decisions. So just like I said, financial literacy. That is the main thing, and we need to be teaching our children financial literacy. Any way that you can. And the best way for you to teach your children about financial literacy is to get literate yourself. Bars. All right. So number two, what well, we you know, second thing we want to talk about today, the challenges of obtaining generational wealth, which we already know. The yeah. the the majority of the challenges we already know them. You know what I mean? This this is this is what they preach to us. Really, yeah. they they really tell us more of the challenges to obtain generational wealth than the they s- will tell us the strategies. the strategies. Exactly.
1: To overcome those challenges exactly. to gain generational wealth. Exactly. They tell you, all right. I ain't going to tell you how to get past this challenge, but you better be prepared.
0: Because <laughs> if you wait, you're going to die. <laughs> and wait till you hear what the challenges are, because they're funny. Lack of financial education. Boom. Wow. Wow. That was the first one. Lack of financial education. But at this point, you're choosing to not be educated financially, which is why it's a curse. You you already know you you have bad yeah, financial have? habits. Yeah, you But when you allow yourself to continue with those bad financial habits until the day that you die, that you know that's unacceptable. In your heart, you know that's unacceptable. And so you're choosing it, but like I said, at yeah, that point, that's like, what makes it a curse because you're already yeah. stuck in that mentality. You've been doing this for 40 years, 30 years. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because you, you, have, you have the knowledge to be able to do anything. Exactly. But... You need the mindset.
0: Exactly.
1: Because, you know, some people believe that babies are the most smartest things nah. like in the world, but nah. they can't tell you. So they specifically have that amount of knowledge so that they can try to remember as much as possible so that they can be taught easier. Hmm. But it's not as easy to remember stuff from your when you're a baby.
0: Yeah, usually
1: after no. have to be reminded from your parents. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I feel that. And then number two, income inequality. We all know about this as well. Pl- places that are systematically impoverished, you know what I mean? And they know the, m- the minorities usually live in those areas. They're, it's already set up against us. We know that. We already know like, that.
1: Sometimes people feel like the world is basically created to go up against... Only a couple certain people like you'll have like one person and then they'll be doing great for one day. And then the next they're like, man, today's just real rough for no reason.
0: (laughs) Okay, I don't know. He's just hitting he's just hitting tangents today. I don't know what
1: he's on. I'm just going for stuff that might be. um. That might be. What's it, face?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we that got 10 be, minutes but, before we got to wrap it up. So get your, gather your thoughts. That
1: might be. um, What's the word? All right.
0: Well, we'll come back to you, but knucklehead. <laughs> systematic racism. Three. That's, you know, even if you're missing out on opportunities because of systematic racism, like I said, with great power comes. <gasps> responsibility but with little power you can move mountains <clears throat> you know what I mean you can make changes with just a little bit of power that they give you
1: yeah you don't need all the power in the world to do something exactly like you only need the small amount of bit that you can maintain
0: and then it's gonna elevate you to be able to get more power for yourself and the, and the people around you
1: and I found the word what so I was trying to say I'm only telling stuff on this episode that might be beneficial to your life. I kind of forgot the word beneficial for a minute. So my bad.
0: Okay. Unexpected expenses. Of course everyone is familiar with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when this happens. You know what I mean? But if you have money set aside already. It's way less of a blind side. You're already, you're already prepared for it. Because it's inevitably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Inevitably is going to happen. You're going to have oh. a day where... I'm um, just driving, and pff, how the heck did I get that? Um, like, how did this happen? How did, Like, you, just the question that you got to ask, how, man? Like, why, why? But you already know why. Yeah. You got to be like, slowed down a little bit so you can see these signs and symbols that you got to step your game up.
1: Yeah, because, like, today, whenever we went to the grocery store, usually the thing that you were trying to get was only $5, right? And it was, like, 70 there.
0: no it's not the same thing <laughs> yeah like i said i don't know i went there i went there looking for a us or usb splitter and it's definitely not a five dollar piece but really? they were talking about 70 because it had internet and all type of like they had only ones that you can merge with it was just a different product it wasn't what i wanted Okay. Stay out the out that Kool Aid if you don't know the flavor. Looking at it. I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> but uh and then you know the last thing, the last thing that's gonna really just be a big challenge is the lack of family support. You know what I mean? Now I know I know this is I know this is a touchy subject, but I just want to point I just want to point out a fact real quick. <clears throat> How likely children are to have their mom and dad as roommates between the ages of 18 and 30. Watch this. Hold up, wait. Between the ages of 18 and 30, if you're Asian, 62%, man, mom and dad let the Asians chill at the crib. They said, nah, but you, you already know you got to be on a path to do something. You finna be staying in the house. You know what I mean? We're not finna just be letting you stay here and you, you know what I mean? They, in there, they split and they they splitting rents. They are treating each other like sources of income, so that they can eventually get sources of wealth, generational wealth. They're trying to create income by stacking it with their family and putting it together. Next on the list, fifty-seven to, or fifty-seven percent white people. Mm. So you I know have- you, you you still got a chance. You in you in that mud you gotta be doing your thing but yeah. you still got a chance like uh, i don't know i don't know but this black people 45 percent, they like why Why is it black 43 percent for hispanic why is it that black and hispanic people don't want they they kids in the house past 18 20 years old they like oh i was waiting on you to turn 18 the whole time you got stuck go you why is that a thing <laughs>
1: out of here <laughs>
0: Why is that a thing? Let me know in the questions, so I'm going to definitely put it on there. <laughs> but, um, you know, give me some feedback. Let me know, because I don't want to just feel like I'm talking junk. But I feel like as, you know, black people and Hispanic people, we're missing out on a lot of generational wealth that could be transpired through that, because we're trying to throw our children out into a world that they're not really prepared to handle, because we weren't really prepared to handle it. You yeah, know what I cause, mean? Yeah, because, like,
1: you're, you can't expect your children to be prepared for something that you weren't cause like you have to teach them. So eventually they'll end out something like you. They may be more intelligent because they learn their own knowledge as well as yours. But eventually at some point they will end up a little bit like you cause you, you had to teach them. Like if you don't teach them, they're gonna turn out as a bum <laughs> that sits on the street waving signs around, please help me, <laughs> with the please spelt wrong.
0: Dang, that's crazy, not the please spelt wrong. I mean, with the way today is, they ain't teaching very much at school, so he's not wrong. They they done got worse with it. They not teaching you nothing at school no more. Like, it's terrible. That's why we doing homeschool this year. We finna go crazy. I can't even wait till the homeschooling start. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, you know we uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up though y'all all of, we already know all of this boils down to one main <clears throat> to one main thing mindset. if you start with terrible money ha- habits and never do anything to change them, this will continue to happen. If you apply yourself and get the knowledge to move through this world we' are forced to live in, it's gonna turn out for the better, I promise you, but you have to make the choice to get the knowledge. you can't just sit like, there and and think somebody's gonna come save you cause they're not.
1: one more thing other than mindset one more thing
0: <laughs> we'll that
1: can help you throughout your life hmm. believing in yourself
0: yeah i feel that like.
1: literally all you need two things i said three earlier because you do need money or else they're just gonna be like you don't have enough money for it get out of here
0: <laughs> you'll be but like really it's just the mindset wait. and the belief in yourself hmm yeah i feel that i could, Cause I could like, get behind that
1: because you could be a bum and then you're like I, I need some water and then you lay down all the money you have and like it's not enough A K, like water should be free <laughs> it's literally a liquid that was made to be free
0: i'm telling you but yeah all right all right, y'all, we're gonna go ahead and head out of here but um yeah don't forget to follow isaiah on zaytoven travels 6913 and don't forget to Follow the complete journey. We just dropped an unboxing of equipment. Um, Some new stuff that we got. We're going to get a little bit more here soon. Um, Don't forget to follow us at G Wealth Forever.
1: Capital G. Wealth Forever. No spaces.
0: Yes, sir. But until then.
1: Peace and prosperity.
0: Much love.